0: Welcome back to another edition of the Easy Sports NRL Podcast. I'm Bluey and I'll be joined by the president of the Billy Slater fan club Henry today as we go over all the matchups in round two of the NRL. There are plenty of upsets to start the season. I mean, when was the last time you can think of that the Knights, Titans, Warriors and Tigers all occupied real estate in the top eight? Will that continue into round two? We will dissect every match, every talking point, and every bone of contention to give you the best ammunition to take down the bookies. And remember, if you like our jibber, don't forget to give us a review on iTunes. Five stars means good. Thank you very much. Welcome back, Henry, and, uh, and listeners to, to our podcast for round two of the NRL Uh well, we did fairly well in uh, what was a pretty topsy-turvy round one to to open the season with. Uh, uh, picking West to beat the Roosters, uh, I think, was probably our boldest call, and uh, I certainly hope uh, some of you punters got around that. Uh, the job doesn't get any, any easier in round two, and uh, look, it starts uh, this Thursday night with the, the Sharks taking on the Dragons, and uh Henry the Dragons were fantastic in, uh, in, in round one, uh, dusting off the Broncos. But uh, look, the Sharks were uh, uh, pretty honourable in defeat against the Cowboys as well. And uh, uh, the mail out of the Shire is that the, the Valentine Holmes experiment at fullback is over. And that we're going to see Josh Dugan pull on the number one jersey for this match, despite being named in the centres. Do you think that's the right call?
1: I think it is the right call uh you know um, the, as you put it the uh that experiment uh, didn't go the uh the way Cronulla uh, had uh, had hoped um, and uh they now i think they're they're going to be uh looking to uh, put josh dugan back in the uh the number one jersey to uh help them to uh solidify the, uh, help them to solidify that defense that was uh unfortunately lacking in their clash against the cowboys.
0: And how do you see it between these two teams? It's a it's a pretty tough call uh, early in the season. Uh, do you think the Dragons go on with it, or do you think the Sharks will bounce back? Um, I personally, um,
1: well, I'm, I'm tipping the Dragons to uh, to win this one. Um, uh, they've generated some fantastic momentum after uh dusting after giving a right royal uh, thrashing to the uh, to the broncos uh you know, um you now um the way i see it, it's taken uh, just one game for ben hunt to prove uh his value to uh, st george of the Warrior, as uh, he was the uh the the brains behind their uh, <laughs> their 34-12 thrashing of the Broncos, which, uh, and he was also, uh, he also set up a try for Tyson Frizzell and scored himself in the second half when he, uh, when he, t- when he took uh, an intercept pass from Matthew Lodge.
0: Look, I tend, I tend to agree. I think the Dragons will go on with it here. They're, uh, it's only after one round, but they're looking very dangerous and a very complete outfit. And uh, the Sharks still have a bit of tinkering to do with their, with their roster, so uh, I- I'm going to go the Dragons as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Roosters v Bulldogs at Allianz Stadium. Now, moving on to Friday night. Uh, we've got perhaps the biggest disappointment of round one, and that is uh, the Sydney Roosters uh, uh, taking on their, uh, their arch rivals, the Bulldogs. Uh, now, while the Roosters were extremely disappointing against a very brave Westside, uh, the Bulldogs were pretty impressive for, I'd say, probably at least 60 minutes against uh, the Melbourne Storm. <coughs> um, the Dogs have shown uh, their hand early that they do plan to attack the ball a lot more than they did under Des Hasler. Um, uh, Look, a lot of the experts have already started drawing a line through the Roosters. Uh, uh, what do you think about that, Henry? Do you think it's round one? Do you think that's fair? Do you think the Roosters are, are cooked chooks already? They are not
1: cooked chooks. Uh, it, is, uh, it was pretty evident in, in uh, their first game against West Tigers that the, the team still has a fair bit of gelling to do. Um, and uh, certainly uh, when you can have a team like the, uh, the West Tigers showing up the likes of uh, Cooper Cronk, and uh, James Tedesco, that doesn't look good in terms of a, uh, in terms of uh, what the Roosters have be doing in the off season. Uh, I'm personally I'm I'm personally uh, calling the Roosters versus Bulldogs they a uh, a clash of the titans between uh, Cooper Cronk and Aaron Woods. they have both got something to prove with their uh, their new side. And uh, and I think what uh, the what the Roosters would have been doing uh, between uh, their between their heartbreaking loss to West Tigers to t- today is um, is uh, you know finding a, finding a really quick way to gel and uh, rework their strategy because um, you have to give credit to the West Tigers they uh, were smart enough to uh, to read that the uh, the side was just still gelling and that they were able to capitalise on that weakness. To uh, to to sneak that win through.
0: Who are you tipping in this one, Henry? Ah, uh, well, I'm. Well, being being fair,
1: um, I think you know, the um, given that this is home ground advantage, I'm going to say that uh, that the, uh, the the Roosters, I think, will get this one.
0: Yeah, look, I'm on the Roosters too, Henry, and I think uh, that's largely built on the fact that Luke Kirri does make his return to this match. Uh, he's missed uh, most of the pre-season and uh, certainly the trials with a with a broken jaw. But uh, he's the critical link in this rebuilt spine, um, and of course, there's going to be further tinkering to do to to weave him into this. But uh, I think it's less a matter of him taking the pressure off Cooper Cronk and perhaps more taking the pressure off Jake Friend. Uh, well, this has been discussed by us before, that uh, that Friend is perhaps not the best hooker to complement Cooper Cronk's style, and uh, that certainly showed in round one. Uh, I'd like to see Luke Carey diving in at dummy half uh, more and certainly using that fantastic running game of his, uh, just to add a bit of X-factor to the game and uh, and keep the Bulldogs guessing at... I think we're going to see a vastly improved Roosters performance and uh, unfortunately for the Dogs, I see them going 0-2 and two to start the season.
1: Yeah, not a very good start, so uh, I certainly think the, uh, the powers that be at Belmore are going to be watching this game with tremendous interest.
0: Broncos v Cowboys at Suncorp Stadium. Now, moving on to our second game of Friday night, uh, this will be one that uh, all Queenslanders will be uh, licking their lips in anticipation of, the... The annual Broncos versus Cowboys derby, which will be a sellout crowd at Suncorp Stadium. And uh, most of these games in recent years have only been decided by one point, including that uh, 2015 grand final. Uh, it, do you think this one shapes up to be a, a close one? Uh, the mail out of Cowboys camp is that uh, while Michael Morgan has been named an extended bench, he. He won't play in this one. Um, and Kane Lynette and Lochman Coote have been scrubbed as well. So uh again, a slightly understrength Cowboys outfit, but uh look the Broncos they've got some issues.
1: Oh they do. Um well well certainly the uh the uh Wayne Bennett's uh decision to try uh to put uh th- Sam Fide at uh... Hooker ahead of Andrew McCulloch um, was one of the biggest uh, flaws of, the, of their uh, performance against St George Illawarra, and I think that's something that uh, Wayne Bennett will not ever try again. And, uh, and and I think certainly the uh, uh, the Broncos are are ruining the fact that they let uh, Ben Hunt uh, that Ben Hunt has uh, been the uh, the mastermind behind their um, their absolute thrashing uh, last Thursday night. And, uh, and, I, and I also hear that uh, Anthony Milbert and Co- Cody Nicarima uh, did not uh, uh, earn, a, earn a place in, um, in, on uh, Wayne Bennett's good books as well. And uh, although one highlight, one, one, one of the very few highlights for the Broncos was Matthew Lodge, uh, that uh, he was the only, only man in the team to run for more than one, 100 metres. So I think the uh, the pressure is on now to uh, to make this uh, Queensland derby you no know, one to one to count, or else this is going to uh, continue to be a rather embarrassing season for the uh, rather embarrassing start to the season for the Broncos.
0: Yeah, look, Ed, I'll talk about the Cowboys because through the trials, uh, certainly in the testimonial match for JT and Cameron Smith, and also in round one, uh, let's be honest, this Cowboys side has actually looked fairly dusty, but. Uh, The the critical thing is that in uh, both the testimonial and round one, when challenged, Jonathan Thurston found a way to win games for the Cowboys, and that's just what he does. That what is what makes Thurston great. That is what is going to make Thurston a future immortal, and I think that's what's going to get the Cowboys over the line here again. I think they'll possibly be scratchy again. Uh, Hampton at the back, he's not a full-time fullback. I have my concerns over Jarvid Bowen in the centres. I, I personally think the Cowboys should be leaning on their, uh, on their younger brigade that uh, have a bit more pace and ability to catch a ball than, uh, than Jarvid, But the strength for the Cowboys is the forward pack. This is a monster forward pack, possibly the best in the league, coming up against a Broncos forward pack that has been stripped bare. And I don't think the Broncos have any hope of winning the middle third and therefore no hope of winning this game.
1: No, no, I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly tipping the Cowboys to win this one on a, on a solid margin.
0: Warriors v. Titans at Mount Smart Stadium. Now, moving over to Saturday. Now, this, this had the potential before round one to look like a shocking match and one that we'd possibly go and walk the dog for when it came on television. But uh, gee whiz, Warriors versus Titans, this could be match of the round, Henry.
1: I, oh, I to- I completely agree. Uh, both the Warriors and Titans have, have pulled, have gone from, uh, have uh, you know they've gone from being wooden spoon favourites to being the uh, the talk of the round with their uh, with their incredible upsets against uh, uh, the South City Rabbitohs and the Canberra Raiders, and uh, certainly uh, there's a. Lot of emotional value for both sides going into this game uh, on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Um, certainly, with um, <coughs> that, uh, that uh, they have a. Um, in fact, in fact, as a, as, a, uh, as a as as a storm supporter, I'd, I'd say it's a clash of two teams that had uh, very uh, very unique victories in the opening rounds. And uh, with the Warriors, they had expectations quite. Their expectations were very low, uh, despite uh, signing Adam Blair to Harrison Blake Green. And, uh, was, but certainly having those three, uh, was instrumental to their upset, uh, upset against the Rad- uh, Rabados, uh last, uh, last round.
0: Look, it's, it's hard to tip a winner in this one. Um, geez, the Titans, they look to me like the Titans of 2016, where they lacked the ability, lacked the superstar power on the field, but just had that heart, that courage and that guts that really made them a lot of people's second team and also earned them an unlikely spot in the finals that year. Uh, seeing that fire back in them is such a wonderful thing to see. But... Uh, for the Warriors, seeing their level of control was an enormously encouraging thing, certainly for all Kiwi supporters. Uh, Green has immediately shown what he brings to this side. Uh, Sean Johnson running the ball again. He's like a gazelle at full flight. Such a, a wonderful footballer to watch when he's uh, allowed just to play his natural game. Um, I can't really tip a winner with great confidence, but given that this is at Mount Smart Stadium, I'm going to I'm going to ease towards the Warriors
1: uh yes i, th- I think a, um, I- I'll-, I'll be going with you uh, on that prediction uh the uh, i think uh, having a having a home grand advantage uh, is going to be uh, uh, going to be certainly um, uh, an advantage to the warriors. I think uh, the warriors uh, will have something to prove on the, on their home turf so they want to prove them, they want to prove to everybody that they're not a, um, that this wasn't just a lucky win
0: panthers v Rabbitohs at pepper stadium now our second game of super saturday is uh is the panthers versus south sydney now look Penrith had to pull a rabbit out of the hat to beat the eels in uh, round one and certainly did a good job of that uh how do you uh how do you rate their chances uh, against the Rabbitohs here oh
1: well i mean uh, well uh, the panthers were another team that uh put that, uh, that uh, surprised everybody with their uh, with their strong win against the Parramatta eels uh, and in fact it led it's led many people to ask about the about whether the rift uh, whether the rift at uh, between Phil Gould and uh, and the uh, current Panthers coach was uh, really a big issue uh, it's certainly uh, but certainly that's uh, having a uh, whatever they uh, whatever's happened in the, the week uh, leading up to that game to now um, they've certainly uh, a, um, they've certainly uh, come up with something new and uh, with the other uh, side that they've got and uh, they certainly um, they're certainly going to be going into this uh, uh, game much like the Warriors they're, they're going to want to prove that this wasn't just a one-off, uh a one-off uh, lucky win that they want to gain some momentum at the same time.
0: And look, the Rabbitohs, the key talking point, of course, is Adam Reynolds will miss this game. Injured again, they uh, just can't catch a break with their star halfback. Um, but the big talking point is Robbie Farrah, He spent the preseason playing in the halves for the Rabbitohs. He played in the halves for Lebanon at the World Cup. But Robbie Farrah has not been picked in this Rabbitohs side. So, look, if, if those... Uh, if those rumours of him being on the outer at the Rabbitohs and perhaps looking to leave the club were a small fire before, they're a raging bushfire now. Um, if for him not to be picked in this side, um, definitely smacks of uh, unrest in the club. We're going to see a rookie in the halves. Uh, Adam, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his surname, will partner Cody Walker. Uh, it's problems at the Rabbitohs, big problems. And uh, as we discussed in our blog um, prior to the season, uh, Uh, We here at Easy Sports believe that this so-called rift at the Panthers was Ducks and Drakes, um, that it's just a move to clear the decks to secure the future of their star players, Nathan Cleary and Dylan Edwards. I think they showed that in round one. I think they're going to show it again here, but they won't be chasing a 14-0 deficit this time.
1: Oh, no, certainly not. And, uh, yeah, but uh, definitely um, when you look at both of these sides and... uh, uh, I'm I'm going to uh, tip the Panthers to walk away with this one. Uh, I think uh, South Sydney has got uh, uh too, made too many uh, too many mistakes. There's a uh, a lot of uh, issues there that need to be addressed if uh, South Sydney want to um, establish themselves as a uh, a credible uh, contender for the top eight.
0: Storm v Tigers at Amy Park. Now moving on to our final game of Super Saturday. Henry, do we really need to spend much time on this one? Look, the Tigers were brave in round one. I'll give them that. But look, the Roosters were shocking. Uh, Melbourne Storm at home at Amy Park. Billy Slater's 300th. The Tigers have no hope, do they?
1: No. Oh, no. I mean, I, th- I think this is, uh, it's safe to say that there's uh, going to be a lot of emotional value uh, in this game for uh, for Billy Slater, and uh, and and as a home game, the the Stormer going <laughs> the West Tigers are going to be uh, facing up to a uh, a team that is wanting to make this the uh, one of the most memorable memorable games of not just the round but of the season. And uh, and I think it's <laughs> and I think it's safe to say that uh, you know although they had the uh, the ult- they they uh, they secured the ultimate upset of round one, this is a game they're not going to um <laughs> they're not going to uh, uh, they're not going to walk away from uh, uh, lightly. Uh, I think I think the, the best the Tigers can hope for is a uh, a marginal loss, um, but at worst an absolute hiding.
0: Yeah, look, uh, I think that hiding is probably going to happen too. Mm. Seagulls v Eels at Lotto Land Stadium. Now, moving on to Sunday, we've got uh, two of the two of the major disappointments of uh, Round One. Actually, the the Manly Seagulls are uh, coming up against the Parramatta Eels. Um, perhaps a little unfair to say that the Seagulls were disappointing. They uh, did come up against a, a fairly white-hot Newcastle side and uh, a, a pushed them into extra time, uh, only losing by a field goal. Whereas the Eels bolted out of the gates, fourteen 0 lead, only to lose against the Panthers. Now, one of these sides is going to start their season zero and two. Who do you think that's going to be, Henry?
1: That, that privilege will belong to the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. Um, I think um, I think Parramatta uh, blew a great opportunity to establish themselves as the wild card uh, for the uh, in round one. Uh, that's and I think that was. Uh, uh, and and i believe that was due to uh some very some very uh, stunted uh flow of play uh on uh, Parramatta's side which uh gave the panthers the opportunity they need to uh not just uh not just uh c- creep up but also run away with the win so uh certainly it's uh going to be a rather rather uh uh, must have been a rather embarrassing uh, uh dressing room after that game given the fact that uh, you had Harry, you've got uh, uh, Jared Hayne mitch Moses and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that were uh, seen as that were seen as the uh, the men the men to turn uh, Parramatta around so certainly um, certainly they uh, they need to make um, they need to make this uh, game count uh, for a sec- for a secure win in order to um, uh, reach retake this status has the wild card
0: yeah and I, I think Brad Arthur would have kicked their butts all the way back to Parramatta after that loss as well uh, I see the Eels responding positively and uh, I don't think the Seagulls have the cattle to match an Eels side that is at full flight um, And that's what I think we'll see as well uh, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pen in uh, an Eels win as well Raiders v Knights at GIO Stadium uh, moving to our, our final match of the round, uh, we have uh, the Canberra Raiders who'd be absolutely filthy at going 18-0 up against the Titans, only to lose at the death uh, from a kick through the line for, from, from young Ashley at the Titans. Uh, they'll be absolutely stinging from that one, and they're coming up against uh, the rebuilt Knights who've won their first game of the season and will be looking for a very unlikely 2-0 start to the year uh do you think the knights can go to the nation's capital and, and claim that win
1: well if there was any doubt that uh if there was any doubt by people that the knights were going to be the wild card for this uh for this uh season uh mitchell pierce uh would have would have done away with those uh with his performance with his performance against manly last round um he has um he is certainly on the the path to redemption and uh, with the Newcastle Knights, and that has had a very positive effect on the uh, on the entire so- on the entire side. So uh, <coughs> certainly a uh, a um, certainly a uh, another win will uh, certainly uh, help them uh, gain some more momentum and uh, help them uh, evolve and uh, and improve their overall football play and uh, and strategy uh, against the Canberra Raiders. Mind you, at the same time. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the green machine, as the Raiders are known, they've uh, they've lost eight matches by six points or less, and it was uh, and it was those results that uh, um, that uh, prevented them from reaching the finals, and uh, and that uh, but um, but no doubt Ricky Stewart will have uh, looked at this game in full detail, and if there's uh, one lesson that he can take from that is that the players need to be in it until the full-time whistle is blown. Who's
0: right, your tip?
1: I'm going to go with Newcastle.
0: With Newcastle. Look, I'm actually going to go against you tip-wise. Um, I think the Knights might be walking into a little bit of an ambush uh, here in Canberra um, because my concerns over the Raiders actually stemmed from their attack this year. Uh, with with Josh Hodgson missing, with Blake Austin out of form, I, I just felt the Raiders were going to struggle to put attacking structures together. But... Um, they showed no signs of that against the Titans. They put plenty of points on the board. It was, uh, it was their defence and game management that, uh, that let them down. But uh, returning home with a, a rocket fired up from Sticky Stewart, uh, I think the Raiders will be better for that run. Um, I, I think they can take positives from the fact that they can score points um, without their star hooker in the side, and indeed without Aiden Caesar, who's been dumped to the bench again. Um, with the Knights... Look, I think they perhaps went off a bit early because I felt it was quite alarming that four of their players, including Mitchell Pearce, uh, have been talked to for a heavy drinking session after the win. I felt they put more credence into the win than perhaps it deserved. Um, could some complacency creep in? Look, Rome wasn't built in a day. The Knights aren't going to win a premiership overnight. And I think they might go down to Canberra and, uh, and find themselves on the end of a little bit of a lesson in rugby league here.
1: Yeah, well, I think the, if uh, if uh, Newcastle has once a once a, a viable chance, and I emphasise viable chance of uh, of securing a second win, they are going to have to really hammer away at the uh, at the Canberra defence, uh, so that they can uh, either wear it down enough that they can uh, run a couple of tries through, or that they can um, they can keep on hitting it consistently, uh, so that they, that they can identify um, identify gaps which will lead, lead to opportunities to a try.
0: Well, thank you once again to all our listeners for, for tuning in, and, and Henry for, for your time and uh, expert input as well. Uh, we're all looking forward to another fantastic week of rugby league. Uh, hopefully, our tips are on the money for us and for you. At, uh, after round one, who knows what will happen? But uh, it will certainly be another roller coaster, and uh, we look forward to chatting with you again next week.
1: Yeah, well, uh, well if there was any. Yeah. Well, after after round one, if there was any doubt that uh, that this uh, that the 2018 NRL season was going to be an absolute corker, I think uh, round two is going to be a, a uh, round two is going to be something to that all rugby league fans will be watching with tremendous
0: interest.